Welcome to Good Grief Coaching, the podcast where we talk about how to move forward and process the pain of losing a loved one. I'm your host, Francie Perkins. Let's start the conversation. Welcome to episode number four, How to Handle Self-Doubt and Grief. We all struggle with self-doubt at times. It's a normal feeling. What I have learned in my many years of grief is whenever we're in challenging times or a difficult situation, like the death of a loved one, it is normal to experience insecurity and self-doubt. It even comes up in challenging times that you choose, like when you start a business. Overcoming self-doubt is part of us evolving and growing. It's very uncomfortable to overcome self-doubt, so a lot of times we play small. In grief, there are so many emotions to process, we tend to just shove them down. Even something as simple as having the confidence to join a grief group, and I have one, by the way, it's amazing. It's a women's group, and it's called Good Grief Coaching. So if you're a woman who is in grief, you should check it out. There are so many amazing supportive women in the group, and we have weekly Zoom calls too. Anyway, I'm getting a little bit off track, but I wanted to make the point that self-doubt comes up when you consider things like joining a grief group. Thoughts like this come up. Maybe they won't like me. What if I don't fit in? I'm a mess. I can't join them. It's embarrassing how I've handled my grief. My person died years ago. I shouldn't join. I can't help myself, so I'm sure I can't support others. I'm new to grief, so I have nothing to contribute. So often in self-doubt, we try to hide or take the escape route and not show up. And all of this hiding doesn't lead anywhere. It keeps you stuck. It stops you from doing something that, that could help you, like joining a grief group. The truth is we can overcome this self-doubt. The doubts that we have to join groups and really all the doubts we have that we can't handle this grief affect us in our future. There's so much growth in overcoming your self-doubt and gaining confidence in yourself. And this grief is an opportunity to start. You get better at what you practice. Grief has its challenges and self-doubt is one of them. Grief brings up self-doubt and we can use it to create self-confidence. Self-doubt is a choice. It feels very real when we are in it, but it is really something we create in our minds with thoughts like, I can't handle this. Here's the way it goes. When someone dies, we're faced with grief and our minds go wild with doubtful thoughts. You can't handle this. You're not capable of dealing with this. Who do you think you are? It'll never work. These are just thoughts, and they are natural reactions to grief and very common. Self-doubt is simply thoughts that don't support us and what we are capable of. The things that we are capable capable of that we've done or things that we can develop the ability to be capable of. Our ability to grow through this grief is our ability to move beyond our doubtful thinking. If we want to move forward, we need to be able to face those doubts and overcome them. Grief is hard, but you can do hard things. Expect hard, messy challenges as you move through this grief. 
It's not easy. Of course it's not. You lost someone you care about. Keep moving forward. Try the things that have helped others. Maybe they'll help you. Maybe not, but be willing to keep trying. Self-doubt will tell you to quit. Don't listen to your doubt. Don't give up, even when things seem to be not working. Keep trying until you increase your capacity to do it. Someone told me once to think about how human babies learn how to walk and how many times they fall down and they stumble and they bump their head and they skin their knees, yet they keep getting up and trying again. Now, we all learned how to walk unless we have some kind of a physical disability. It's the same in grief. The self-doubt is going to keep showing up, but we have to keep getting up and trying again, and eventually we'll get it. I have clients tell me they've tried therapy or coaching and it didn't work. And I'll ask them, did you try another therapist? Maybe that one just wasn't a good fit. Usually they say no. They just doubted that therapy was for them after one try. Or they tried some coaching and they say, I was in a coaching group and it didn't work. And I say, maybe a different coach or maybe one-on-one is better suited for you. But they give up. They get filled with doubt that coaching won't work after just one encounter. Now, I'm not saying that therapy or coaching is for everyone, but be sure you've looked at it from all angles before you dismiss it. This is how you get stuck. You get stuck in this belief that nothing works because we expect things to happen on the first try. But remember those babies learning how to walk. They fell and they kept getting up and eventually they learned how to walk. Now, maybe therapy or coaching is not for you after you carefully assess it. Maybe something else will help you, like helping others. There are so many options. Self-doubt is believing that nothing works for me. This is doubting our ability or our capacity to handle this grief. If there is another person who can do it or has gotten through it or has what you want or where you want to be, say has handled their grief, then it's your doubt is within you. It is self-doubt. It's the thought they can do it, but I can't. Now try to commit to some of these thoughts. I will handle it. It will be messy, but I'll have compassion for myself. I won't be perfect, but I'll be kind to myself. Those kind of thoughts create commitment and determination. You can commit to self-doubt, or you can commit to being able to handle hard things. It's always a choice. Self-doubt is an automatic reaction, but we can choose. What do you think about yourself moving through this grief and the obstacles you will face? Do you think about yourself in a positive way, that you are up for it or at least ready to try? Or do you think about yourself in terms of self-doubt? How much do you indulge in the self-doubt? Remind yourself, confidence is a choice and self-doubt is a choice. You can choose to have courage when you know it will be hard. You can use confidence to help you get through that, or you can give in to self-doubt that leads to, leads to inaction or maybe reaction. Once you expose and become aware of your self-doubt, you can change it. 
self-doubt is created just by a thought you think about yourself. The way to become more confident is by choosing to believe thoughts that make you feel strong and determined. So, become aware. This can be hard because self-doubt feels and seems true, but it isn't. Write down all those doubtful thoughts you're having about your grief and moving through it. Thoughts like, I can't do it, it won't work, they can but not me. And remember, those are just thoughts. They are just options and there are other thoughts you can think. Then, notice what you do or don't do when you read those thoughts. Usually it's inaction when you have doubtful thoughts. So if you think, I can't do it, you probably feel hopeless. And if you feel hopeless, Probably you don't do too much because if there's no hope, why would you try doing anything, right? And then decide if you want to keep that thought, I can't do it, or if you want to change it. Do you want to believe to believe that you can't do it? It feels true, but it's not. It's a self-doubting thought that you may believe, but do you want to think it? Do you want to believe it? Decide if you want to keep it. And then determine what you want your opinion of yourself to be. You get to choose. So what will you choose to think? It has to be believable. So I wouldn't recommend trying to think something like, grief is easy and breezy and this will be so easy. That's not believable or true, right? But you can think something like, I'm learning how to do this grief. Every day I'm handling it better. Every day I'm learning more tools. I'm going to the Zoom calls. I'm reading the books. If others can do it, so can I. These thoughts are more empowering versus doubtful. Can you see that? You have to choose to indulge in self-doubt or grow and evolve yourself. It takes effort to look at our thoughts. This is how we evolve. Are you willing to pay attention and decide how you want to show up even in these challenging times? You can grow into the next best version of yourself. That's what life is about. Confidence in self inspires action. Doubt inspires inaction. If you want to move through grief, pay attention to your self-doubt and decide who you want to be moving forward in your grief. Self-doubt always invites you to give up and quit. But self-doubt also offers growth. That's what you get to overcome, to move forward in life. You get to overcome your self-doubt. It means you're evolving and challenging yourself. When it comes up in grief, you have the opportunity to own it and change it. Then you will build self-confidence, and that will help you to overcome future obstacles in life. Are you willing to get better at overcoming self-doubt, or are you going to get better at giving into it? Self-doubt is a part of grief. Commit to overcoming it and realize that you are capable. Nothing has gone wrong if you're experiencing self-doubt. It's an amazing opportunity for growth. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. If you haven't done so yet, please rate and review this podcast. Doing so will make it easier for others struggling in grief to find help. Until next time, I wish you the best. this podcast helpful, 
and want to get more tools to handle your grief, join my private women's grief group on Facebook. It's called Good Grief Coaching. I share tools and tips on how to move forward and also have weekly Zoom coaching calls. You can also visit my website, FrancyPerkins.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Francie Perkins Coaching. And on YouTube, I am Francie Perkins. I look forward to connecting.